In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we are talking about crowdfunding, which is basically where the viewers of your YouTube channel, they donate to you and what it is that you are doing in exchange for something. So we're going to talk about the goods, the bads, and if you should do it for your YouTube channel or not. So grab your cup, tumbler, or mug, because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you hear answered on this show come from the comment form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com. Go to the contact page and put your question in the form there. I actually put it in the show notes as well. So if you're listening to this on your phone, you want to just scroll up. You know, you can open up your podcast page there where you're listening to this. You can just scroll up and you'll find a direct link to that down in the show notes. So as long as I haven't answered it here on the show before, I will get it in the queue and I want to answer your questions. So make sure that you do that. I also want to let you know um, if this is your first time here and you are a content creator, I have a list of all of the things that I use for my YouTube channel, all the the things that I recommend to other content creators when they reach out and they ask me, you know, hey, what's the best video editing software? What are the best video editing apps? What thumbnail maker should I use? If I'm wanting to hire a service, do you know anybody that would make thumbnails for me? Or do you know somebody that would edit videos for me? You can find all of that, additional podcasts, other YouTube channels you should watch, things like that over at bestcreatortools.com. And there'll be a link to that in the show notes as well. Now, our question today comes from Matthew Bigar. And Matthew says, hey, Nick, What's up, Matthew? Um, He says, you actively advise creators to find ways to monetize their channels to help support their growth. This question is about Patreon. I want to make sure that if I'm going down this path, it's sustainable and there's a good reason for people to subscribe. I viewed a number of creators' pages, including yours. Thanks for putting me on the spot there, Matthew. (laughs) And it seems like some creators lose focus on providing updates and value to their Patreons. The question is, should we really start one Um, Should we really start one of these knowing that a number of high-level YouTubers have left their accounts by the wayside? If yes, then what are the best practices do you recommend and when do you call it and shut it down? So Matthew, this is a great question, man. I'm glad that you um, submitted this because I definitely, without question, I support that content creators should monetize their channels in any way that they possibly can. And the reason for that is because this stuff is expensive, you know, like it costs money to do all of this stuff. If you want to upgrade your camera, if you want to, you know, have your audio sounding good and get a good microphone, if you want to go to, you know, Vid Summit, um, you know, if you want to go there, you know, you have to get a hotel, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to get tickets to the event and, you know, things like that, maybe time off work, that sort of thing. So being able to generate income from what it is that you're doing on YouTube at the very least, to be able to pay for YouTube related things that you're doing, in my opinion, is extremely important because it's better if you don't come out of pocket for that, if you can get a return for that effort that you're putting out on YouTube instead of having YouTube become a money pit for you. So because of that, I without question um, support content creators making money um, off of their YouTube channel in every possible way. Um, Now, when we are talking about crowdfunding, For those of you that are not familiar with the concept, the idea is that in exchange for something, your viewers give you money. So let's say that you have a Patreon page, since that was what the the question was about. Let's say that you have a Patreon page. The idea is viewers will pay you a monthly fee in order 
to get additional access to you or get whatever it is that you happen to be offering through your Patreon page. Now, the cool thing about it is Patreon is free. Um, All the services that do this sort of thing are free. Like, for example, Buy Me a Coffee is a similar thing to Patreon, and you see that, um, you know, in the description of all these episodes. And I went with the coffee thing because I thought it would be clever (laughs) with, you know, the podcast. But the idea with all of these things um, is that, you know, you do something in exchange or people can just donate to you um, if they want, if they get some type of value out of what it is that you are, um, you know, what it is that you're doing. Now, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about, you know, just the the good, the bad. I want to let you know some places that you can use or some things that you can do that are also, you know, in a similar vein. It's a similar type of service or it just has, um, or it's just something that you can actually use to monetize your channel um, and let your viewers know about it. So the very first thing um, as we get into this is Patreon. And the cool thing about Patreon is that first, it's it's pretty popular with content creators. It's really easy to use. They have recurring payments. And what that means is every single month, um, people pay. So if you are active on Patreon and you are adding a lot of value to the people that are coming in and participating with what it is that you're doing on Patreon, you can actually swell up your Patreon account um, you know, over the course of time because that monthly recurring revenue, people continue to pay into it. So as some people fall off, you have more people coming in and that it just becomes like a snowball of sorts and you just keep getting more and more, um, which is pretty awesome. And that's a bonus of recurring income in any situation. Um, But there's also services um, like, actually, let me back up here on this uh, a little bit here really quick. Another cool thing about Patreon as well is you can also schedule content. So if you made a bunch of content in advance for this, which could be one approach because you were asking about best practices, if you made a bunch of content in advance, then you could load that content up so that it would drip in. Um, And that's that's one really cool thing about Patreon so that you can make sure that you're getting updates in there if you wanted to take that approach. Um, But Patreon can be pretty lucrative um, if you are dedicated to continually giving your viewers um, something exclusive from you. Um, Another one, and like I said before, the one that I use here on um, Comments Over Coffee is Buy Me a Coffee. And for me, I chose that one because, again, I thought it was clever. Um, in addition to that, it, it, you know, it was really easy to set up. They accept PayPal, credit cards, you know, Apple Pay, all that good stuff. So it just makes it easy for people if they want to donate to in order to be able to do that. And I'm not saying any of this so that you'll donate. I'm just letting you know. Um, there's a similar service as well called Ko-Fi. Um, and it's, it's also similar, you know, where you can basically give people things in exchange or they can just donate to you if you would like. And then there's other services to where if you were going to be uploading video content into Uscreen, so, or I'm, I'm sorry, the, the name of the thing is Uscreen, but if you're going to be uploading video content to Patreon, then you might want to think about what it is that you are doing and exactly what it is that you're going to be offering. So if you were going to be, if you're, if you have an entertainment channel and you are making entertainment content, you can upload exclusive things into Patreon, but the downside is the organization isn't really there. If you were doing consulting or coaching um, in somewhere, you're helping people with anything and you're uploading the videos into Patreon, that's cool, it works, people can find the content, but it's not as organized and once you beef it up with a bunch of content, um, it can be difficult for people to you know, find the things that are that they care about easily. So you can categorize content and things like that, but just the layout and you know how things are, there's just a lot of scrolling involved if you're looking around for anything. Um, but another alternative to that 
would be a company called Uscreen. And Uscreen, I actually make videos for them. Um, I don't consult with them, but I actually do some of the video content. They've hired me for that. And with Uscreen, they have a, a similar thing to where it's videos. And they also have, you know, to where you can have text posts and things like that. People can pay you recurring payments, all that good stuff. And really quick, um, I do want to say that I just disclosed that I that I do work with uh, Uscreen helping to make content, but none of the information that I'm sharing with you is sponsored or paid for in any way, shape, or form. So I just want to make that um, disclaimer really quick. But the difference with using a service like Uscreen, if you were doing um, you know consulting or trying to take people through a process of sorts, if you were doing any type of training or anything like that, um, the difference is that with a service like Uscreen or even building your own, you know, using something like Kajabi or even a WordPress install with a members um, with a members security protection on it, even something like that, you're able to organize content in a way to where just the organization by itself adds extra value. So if you are considering Patreon, um, then you want to think of what it is exactly that you're going to be delivering and make sure that that is the appropriate platform for that so that the people are going to be able to quickly and easily get what it is that they're actually wanting from you out of um, the content that you are posting there. Now, um, when it comes to the good side of doing any of the crowdfunding stuff, of course, (laughs) the very first one, you know, the elephant in the room is that uh, it's money. You know, so when people are paying into what it is that you're doing, then of course you are generating income from it, which is, you know, that's a win, um, especially, you know, as a content creator, when you're putting out all this money, like I mentioned before, um, in addition to that, um, for your members, right, for you, the good part is money. Um, and there's also another part, actually, before we move into the members, there's another part that is also good for you. And the part that's good for you on Patreon is that, let's say, as a worst case scenario, some weird thing happens to your YouTube channel and you lose it. Well, if you have been building Patreon over time or you've been building Uscreen over time or if you've been, you know, with any of this stuff, if you've been driving traffic and having people join something else that you're doing over time, in the event that something were to happen to your YouTube channel, well, then, you know, it, you would take a hit for sure, but it wouldn't be game over for you because then you would still be able to keep uploading content there um, through your Twitter account and Facebook and anywhere else that people might happen to follow you, you would be able to direct them to that Patreon and let them know, hey, I'm putting some free content here, I'm putting some paid content here, and you can still get my stuff over here, even though uh, the channel, you know, had issues or whatever it happened to be. So it's also kind of like a fallback in the event that you, you know, did have something like that go wrong. Um, I know that in other cases, people have used it for more controversial content as well. So if you're somebody that makes content um, on, you know, uh, conspiracy theories or something like that to where it's not as welcomed on YouTube, then what people will do is they'll put lighter versions of things on YouTube and then they will drive people over to Patreon or Uscreen or wherever it happens to be and they will be able to get the more raw content where they can just talk about whatever they want because they don't have to worry about monetization or the videos getting deleted or anything like that because the content is, you know, they're able to make the content however they want to make it because they don't play by the same rules that YouTube does. Okay. So because of that, that protection is a really valuable thing when it comes to using, um, you know, Patreon or Uscreen or something like that. Now, that's the you side of it. Um, When it comes to your members, the people that are actually joining, the cool thing for them is they get extra content from you. That's a huge win, right? If somebody's into what it is that, that, that you're doing, 
then they get extra content from you. You know, just like if you came to comments over coffee from my YouTube channel, then, you know, for you, you're thinking, you are like, hey, this is cool. He's got a podcast also, so I can learn, you know, I'm drinking my coffee or doing some other things, exercising, whatever. So this is another resource where I can, you know, get YouTube-based information. The same exact thing applies to your members if you had a use screen or you had a Patreon or something like that to where they're able to get that extra content from you. The only difference is there's a paywall separating that extra content from public view, right? Now, another thing, that is a bonus with Patreon is a lot of people will also use it for access. So let's say that you have a lot of followers and things get to a point because this can happen that things get to a point to where, to where you're thinking to yourself, wow, all these comments that are coming in, there's no way that I can maintain this. How do I actually filter what's going on? How do I filter and prioritize the comments that I reply to and things like that? Well, if you are using something like Patreon, then in that situation, you know exactly where to go to, to prioritize your time when it comes to who it is that you're interacting with with your content. And a lot of people use it that way. It's kind of like a filter, right? To where you have a lot of people reaching out, but you are able to prioritize the people that are also contributing back into what it is that you are doing as well. So it's an, it's an exchange instead of, you know, instead of you just, you know, constantly putting your stuff out there, so to speak. Now, with that said, I do want to make the, 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 the disclaimer here or the note that is uh, basically, you know, when it comes to putting content out, um, if you're doing anything and you're putting content out, putting all of it behind a paywall, I'm not a big fan of that. Like I'm, I'm a big fan on giving value um, and giving value for free. Of course, you know, you, it's important to make sure that you are putting some stuff behind um, a paywall just for the sake of, you know, just giving people that extra access or that extra content. Um, but, you know, like not everybody can afford to pay for things. And because of that, I'm a big fan of, especially if you're, if you're helping people with things, I'm a big fan of making sure that your free content is also awesome instead of, instead of taking the route of, all right, I'm going to give you this free content, but in order to get the good stuff, then you got to pay for it, right? So having a mix of, you know, hey, I'm still giving good stuff over here, but maybe you can get it over here in a more organized fashion, or maybe I'll be able to, um, you know, based on the audience that would go over there, maybe I'll be able to share things in a way that those people that are paying for it, they're a little bit more invested, not just financially, but if they're invested financially, there's a good chance that they are more invested in what it is that they're doing in general in order to pay for it in the first place. So because of that, maybe the information that you share with them over there um, is a little bit more in depth or deeper, you know, whatever it happens to be. So um, the extra content is great. The extra access to you is fantastic. Um, I'm not sure actually if you can live stream. Actually, yeah, you can through Zoom because that's what I used to do. Um, but you can live stream in directly into Patreon through Zoom um, by just pasting a link in there and having people join you in the Zoom call. Um, I think inside of Uscreen, you can also live stream directly in there as well. Um, but it actually shows just like it does on YouTube uh, in that situation so that you can broadcast to the people that are investing in you as well, which allows them to have that additional content also. Now, when it comes to the perks that you offer, if you are deciding to go into Patreon or you're deciding to you know do that sort of thing, um, it's all based on perks. So one of the cool things about Patreon specifically is that you can say, hey, here get, here's a dollar tier 
And from that dollar tier, if you contribute to that, then that's just like a, hey, thanks, I appreciate it. But if you give $5, then maybe I send you a sticker or maybe I, um, you know, maybe I shout you out on Twitter or something like that. Um, at a $20 tier to where they pay $20 a month or $10 a month, um, maybe you, you know, give them a shirt or maybe you send them like a digital download of, you know, some, you know, like some thing that they can use for whatever type of content it is that you make, you know, that sort of thing. So the perks are really up to you, which is one of the really cool things about Patreon. Some people will do things like custom artwork, you know, hey, if you join my Patreon at this particular level, then I'll do custom artwork. Other people will do things to where they bring recognition to people. Um, I know SciShow did this for a long time on YouTube. I'm not sure if they still are or not, but they would actually highlight Patreons in the videos, at the end of the videos. Um, one of the things that I would do also when I was doing my Patreon and I was active there is I would also use the channels of Patreons in the content, like if I was if I was showing something about YouTube or showing a feature that you could see from the outside, then I would use their channels as a way to highlight them, you know, that sort of thing, um, just to kind of help bring, you know, a little bit more attention to what it is that they're doing as well. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do. You just have to get creative and think of what it is that would be a good fit for your audience. And you can also test things as well. You can say, okay, well, at the $20 tier, I'm going to offer this first, and then we'll see how, you know, how well it does. And then we'll offer, you know, something else in that place, if it doesn't end up performing, maybe that's not what the audience is into. Let me change it up as an example. Now, I want to talk about the downsides <laughs> as well. So, and then after all this, I'm going to let you know what happened to mine. But um, when it comes to the downsides, there's the extra work. And we'll just go ahead and slide my, my, my thing right into here. So on the downside, the extra work side you have to really think about what it is that you're putting into it versus what it is that you're getting out of it, plus what it is that you should prioritize. So in my situation, it was great. Um, I really enjoyed, um, I had it to where, you know, we would have live calls and things like that and everybody could join the call. Um, it was a Zoom call and everybody could hop on screen with me and we would have conversations about YouTube and things. We would, we would kind of crowdsource focusing on some like one person and then, you know, help them with their problem, um, you know, from everybody's point of view, which was pretty awesome. And I loved it. It was great. But the downside is um, it was for me, it was taking away from my normal content creation. It was taken away from the efforts that I was putting into my website because what I constantly had in my brain was, okay, I have people paying into Patreon. So I need to make sure that I, you know, that I need to make sure that I'm posting the live streams there. I need to make sure that I'm adding, you know, different things in there for the sake of making sure that the people that are contributing are getting the value out of it that they expect because that's the fair thing to do, right? Now, I'll be honest, I've considered actually restarting it and doing different things. So I have a, a channel membership for my YouTube channel, which is another way that you can do this um, if your channel qualifies for it um, because they have tiers and things like that. They're kind of, YouTube is kind of cannibalizing uh, Patreon or kind of absorbing uh, the, the features inside of Patreon at this point in time with their uh, channel memberships. But with that, just as a heads up, one thing that you do want to consider is if you put all of your eggs in the membership basket, then in that situation, if you do end up doing something to where YouTube takes down your channel or you have somebody walk by one of your kids or one of your friends walks in the room and they have a song playing on their phone and you get a copyright strike because of it, then what's going to happen is you're actually going to lose that, that membership money is going to go down to zero um, right out of the gate. 
So because of that, you know, you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself in that situation as well and kind of diversifying a little bit. But what I was going to say, though, is with me, it really came down on just deciding where it was that I was spending my time and where I could add the most value to people. And, you know, with what it is that I do on YouTube, I also have other things that I do around my channel that the YouTube you know, th that YouTube brings attention to. So, um, you know, my website tuber tools that I have, you know, that requires maintenance and updates. And I have somebody full time on that making graphics to where they can, um, you know, so we can, you know, make sure that we're updating it and that sort of thing. So because of that, um, and additional freelancers as well, making, you know, additional things also for it. But the, the thing with that is it takes time, right? Because I have to manage, um, the, the person they're really good actually, but, um, but you know, I have to give them feedback, I should say, not really manage but I have to give them feedback on the things that they create. Um, when I want to have things done that they don't do, then I have to find somebody to do it. I have to write up, you know, exactly what it is that I want and things like that. But, you know, all of those things take time um, when it comes to that sort of thing as well. So, you know, for me, I had to balance it out. And I had to think I need to take the time to make this post in here. And I also need to make sure that I'm scheduling live streams and that sort of thing as well, which, you know, it was cool. And I had a great time doing it, but it ended up just being a little bit outside of, of fitting comfortably into my workflow. Now, the funny thing is my YouTube channel member that's opposite. For me, that one's really easy. And this is going to sound so petty, but I'm, you know, I'm just letting you know, when I log into Facebook, I'm in Facebook every day anyway. So all I have to do is click a little thing in the sidebar, go into the group and I interact there and it's awesome. However, when it came to Patreon, I got to go, I got to go to a completely different website. Maybe I got to log into that website and it was just more of a cumbersome process. I think that's the word I'm looking for, but it was the, it was a, a process that I that I had to put extra effort into. So because of that, doing it through Patreon made it um, just not fit comfortably into my workflow. Where the YouTube channel membership is different because that one fits comfortably into my workflow. So that's something that you need to consider is the extra work, how it fits into your workflow, what it is exactly that you are going to offer as well. So. I have a few things coming. Um, like, for example, I have a course that is on the way. Um, I should be going into beta for that uh, within the next like week or two at the time of this recording. And I also have a couple of web projects that I'm working on that um, that'll be finished here in the next few months. After that, I'm probably going to, I'm considering, I won't say probably, I'm considering um, doing Patreon as well, but offering something different there in terms of, you know, that would all be based on video production, for example. So people that are trying to learn video production, then they could just go over there and that's what that conversation would be about, not necessarily YouTube growth as an example. Um, but you really have to think about what it is that you're going to offer and the value that you're going to bring and, and the work you know, because it's extra content, especially, you know, if you are doing a type of content to where it takes you a long time to make that content and the people are joining because you promised, you know, an extra video per week in there, then that can be, you know, it can be a lot of, it can be a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of additional content that you have to create um, in order to do that. And don't get me wrong, you're getting paid for it. So it's fine. Okay. But I'm just saying it's something that you definitely need to consider. Um, but another thing with that is it's also good to try to give people things that they can't get elsewhere from you. So when it comes to Patreon, some people also offer coaching. Like I mentioned before, some people do the custom artwork. Some people just do hangouts, you know, similar to the ones that I do for free on Saturday. Um, some people will do that sort of thing where they will offer just like a hangout. Like, hey, this is your chance. You know, like a large content creator will say, hey, this is your chance as a fan to come in 
and, you know, hang out, you know, we'll, we'll interact, we'll have a good time. Um, we'll talk, you know, in this live stream, either a one-way live stream where they're just broadcasting, um, or something to where everybody can come on and hang out and, you know, do the thing that way. So, you know, it really just comes down to what it is that you're going to offer. But I really think that, uh, with Patreon and, you know, the other services that I mentioned, I really think that as a content creator, it's, it's a fantastic way to start with your monetization. So if you don't, if you can't think of other things to do or the other things just don't comfortably fit into what it is that you're doing right now with your YouTube channel, in that situation, I would go ahead and start a Patreon account and think of what it is that you can offer there for the sake of, you know, bringing people over there, especially if you're under the requirements for YouTube to have a channel membership, because that, you know, it might take you some time to get to the requirements for that. So having a Patreon account, so that you can go ahead and get that ball rolling, go ahead and get that extra, you know, get that extra money coming in to help finance things that you're going to be doing in the future on your YouTube channel. I think, you know, I, I think it's a good call, but you have to consider some of the things that I mentioned before on the workload and making sure that you're prioritizing the right things. So um, again, like I mentioned with mine on the, on the making different things a priority side of things, you know, just like, you know, with any other type of business or anything else that you're doing, you know, you have to make sure that you're focusing on the right things that are going to help move you forward with everything it is that you're doing. And if Patreon ends up becoming a distraction, a distraction or an obligation in that situation, then um, I think that would be the time to uh, shut it down, right? Shut it down or have it available, but just make it to where, you know, people can't contribute to it or they can only come in at the, at the lower tiers, something like that, um, which is something that I actually need to get in there and do myself. I'll probably do that actually after I do this uh, podcast. But the idea is just consider if you are going to do it, consider what it is that you're going to offer, consider your time putting into it and, uh, you know, and, and go for it because it is a, it is a, a way to make money. And as a content creator, you should be trying to think of different ways that you can make money. But if you don't want to do affiliate marketing or affiliate marketing doesn't fit into what you're doing and you are not monetized yet with ads or ads just aren't bringing you enough income, you're not doing sponsorships or you're not doing sponsorships yet, that sort of thing, um, then Patreon's a great fit for you. But if you do have other ways to monetize, then, you know, you're, you're creating an additional set of work for yourself that you may or may not um, be interested in long-term or sustain, you know, it might not be something that you will want to sustain over a long period of time. So hopefully that answered your question. Again, make sure that if there's something that you are looking for for your YouTube channel, make sure that you head over to bestcreatortools.com and check there first because I probably have it there. I'm constantly updating it, adding new things to it. So make sure that you head over and check that out. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.